Did You Have To is a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Did You Have To? And today we have a special discussion about women in anime fandom with Eunice from Black Girls Anime. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? Good. Good. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Definitely. And yeah. as always, I am Kate. And I'm Misha. And we're all tired. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Uh, but no, yeah. It's thank you for so much for coming on. Like, oh, also, this is a special anime episode. I did it. I said it hey, right. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eunice, if you don't know, we have some. We decided to call some of our episodes anime episodes. Um, yeah where we can like have these kind of discussions because we're supposed to be a live action anime podcast but we're slowly warping into a full-fledged anime podcast yeah yeah anime's life so definitely Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep but before we dive in do we want to talk about our crunch time stuff yes crunch time crunch time crunch time and if this is your first time tuning in Crunch Time is the part of the show where we talk about the different anime or manga that we're reading from Crunchyroll. And um, I can go first because all I did was catch up a little bit on Promise Neverland. I'm still not completely caught up, but I've also been busy. Mm. Okay, well, you have until this Thursday because we have to talk about things. I know. I'm sorry. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. (laughs) Eunice, you watch it though, right? I do, and I actually oh read the manga, so I'm <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. Yes, yes, I've read all up to uh, I'm all up to date on the anime and the manga. But oh, like, really? I think you mentioned, I saw your tweet about um Sister Crone, and I definitely have words about <laughs> yeah. Sister oh, my Crone. Group, yeah, my group on Facebook had words too. Oh my god, it was a battle. Mm-hmm. It was pretty interesting, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just like just yeah, from the manga to the anime, I have so many words. so what you're saying is we need to bring Eunice back just to do Promise Neverland episode because at this point we mention it every episode so we have to have a dedicated like season prepped let's talk (laughs) I say yes I say yes because then we can really dive in and I can chill out and not bring it up every time (laughs) you're still going to bring it up every time I am it's so good (laughs) it is a good you know what though if I'm being honest, though, you know, I don't know why I'm such a manga freak, but I just love the manga more because I feel like mm-hmm. the anime has such a slow progression. It's just like, uh, get to the point, get to the juicy stuff. Like, I want to see it all. <laughs> like, if you're reading the manga, you know, like, there's all this juicy yeah. happen. And you're like, get to that. Like, all this little cutesy, you know, fall in love with Phil. Let, let it go, sis. <laughs> we came here for okay emma we need to see if emma's gonna survive right that's right no no i feel you on the manga part because i'm kind of just like i need i know kay i know you're busy busy lady so you don't probably have time to read the manga but if there's a time when you don't care and i can just like tell you everything please let me so no like i would totally be okay with that because actually how i got into gantz was uh the guy I was dating at the time he used to read it 
at like a night like it was like his nighttime reading or whatever and i was like what the hell are you reading he was like oh it's gantz and i was like oh he's like this is volume like 98 and i was like well i'm not gonna get caught up (laughs) and so he just ran me down on everything like to that point and then just explained it to me and i was like oh it's a bedtime story only it has giant monsters and a lot of death and sex um (laughs) yeah yeah that's it that's gantz that's gantz (laughs) <laughs> you know, we will definitely do that then when we have the Promise Neverland episode because I, when people be like, oh, it's just about this, like, oh, you have no idea what it's about yet. Just Bye. wait. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I look forward to that one. So then for me, I have been watching Hunter x Hunter. Ooh. Um, I just Ooh. started it. Like, I, I briefly remember starting it, like, watching it before, but I decided, like, let me just do a deep dive because I joked about starting one piece and I laughed at myself because I'm never gonna I'm never gonna finish one piece. So nobody's ever gonna finish one piece. <laughs> I know people who have like taken like three months of their lives. Not even oh no, what did this girl tell me? She told me she took three weeks to catch up on one piece. She did not sleep. That's all she did. What? <laughs> She was a de- oh my dedicated. God. Very, no, she's in our group and she's very dedicated to One Piece. What kind of time? Because she would like, watch it and then she would like she would like skip the opening, skip the ending, ah. you know, okay. skip the fillers, and she just like mm-hmm. catch up. So she was not playing games. Well, like, I've, done, I've tried to do the math, and my problem is I can't find a dubbed version. So I could easily like speed through it if I could just have it on and listen, but. <laughs> All I can find is subbed, so that's not going to happen. So here I am with Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Um, and so far, I've loved it. It's just really, really good. Like, I'll give y'all, for people who aren't familiar with it, the synopsis is, Gone, 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 a young boy who lives on Whale Island, dreams of becoming a hunter like his father, who left Gone when he was still young. Um, that's pretty brief, but, like, what I like the most about it, and, like, also what disturbed me at first is, like, so everybody's okay with killing these 12 year old children are okay with killing like death in front of like no one. I think that's like my favorite thing. So I about feel the like anime. you just described shonen anime. Mm. I know, but like <laughs> at, least in, at least you've got like Gohan who was like concerned about like not wanting to kill people. Like these 12 year olds know like, Oh, I have to kill that person. Okay. <laughs> it's no big deal. Like there's no, there's no point where anyone is concerned about taking someone's life or like when someone dies, no one is like panicking. And I'm like, this is refreshing, actually. <laughs> but also, it was bizarre for the first few episodes because I'm in the Hunter exam arc. Oh, wow. You're really, you really just started. Yeah, I started like Saturday when I was sick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it was a good time to get into it. But yeah, so I like it so far. I know I got a long way to go, but I've been enjoying it for the most part. I'm waiting till that black girl with the braids pops up. Ooh, I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, but yeah, what about you? What have you have you watched anything in this that you'd like to share? Oh my god, yes! I okay, I need to talk about this anime real quickly. It's called Ooh, yes. Joker. It's called Joker Game. It's on Crunchyroll. Mm. I was obsessed with. It. I actually stayed up all night and watched all twelve episodes. Like, <laughs> it was so okay. I did not sleep. I was like telling people on my snap on my um Instagram, like, "Yo, I'm not going to sleep." Like, I'm in love with it. And it gave me like the 91, I don't know if you guys have seen the anime 91 Days, but I'm really into like, when I watch Showin, I love, you know, don't get me wrong, I love the classics, I love, you know, the regular trope or whatever they're called, um, mm-hmm. but I love to go into like historical and like drama, like dealing with like craziness, like that's like my thing, like I love like those mafia murder ones, where Ooh. this one was such an opposite one, because like in this one, they like, they, 
their their motto, their motto or motto, whatever it's called, is like, you know, don't die, but don't kill. Like kind of like they're spies. So what is the okay. it's like it truly tripped me out. Like the beginning, like the opening song. I was thinking, oh, yeah, it's going to be just like 91 Days and like a little bit of Coggery from like Netflix. And then it was like a whole different thing. They have this thing called the D Agency and like only like 12 people survived. And they put them through extensive like training to be a spy for Japan. And they were all over the world and they were doing all these damn things. And then people were dying and killing themselves because they couldn't handle it. It was just and then the D Agency boys were just chilling. And then one of them. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that wants to watch it. When something happened to one of the guys I liked, and I was like, oh, that's just some BS. But you know what? It's still a good anime. I don't care what anybody says because people like they didn't like it, but I loved it. So if you want something that's mysterious, mafia, historical, watch uh, Joker Days and 91 Days. Sign me the hell up. I'm down. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Like, I really, also, really good. Dude, Kate, there's a live action adaptation. We can do this. Oh, yes. Eunice, you're coming back for another episode. Yay, I love it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of film and a, te- no, it's only an anime television series. I got excited. I thought we had a TV series and a live action movie, but point is we got stuff to watch, ladies. Mm-hmm. Down with that. All righty, well, that, I think that wraps up crunch time. So let's get into our discussion. So we're calling this, this, this anime episode Women and anim- Anime Fandom because we here and we exist um (laughs) but (laughs) yes but i think what it kind of like me and kate have been wanting to have this kind of discussion for a while but one thing i think i had seen your tweets a few weeks ago when you were dealing with some let's just say targeted hate from some some ashy anime boys my favorite on twitter yeah (laughs) they they stay they just don't die they're like roaches (laughs) (laughs) But we, I, I know I saw your tweets about it, and I did, if you want to just share your, like, your experience with that, if you want to talk about it here. If not, you don't have to. No, you know what? Like, the funny thing about this is, like, the guys that, you know, they try to, like, you know, put you down, and they try to, like, you know, call you out and, like, take your take screenshot. Like, they have, like, this is, like, this weird screenshot thing in anime Twitter where they like to embarrass you. And I think that these guys realize that I was not the one. I am not a coward. I am not afraid of anybody. No one's going to run me off Twitter. Like, come on. Like, they were over here trying to call me out of my name, say I'm a fraud, all these crazy things. And I'm just looking at them like, you don't know me personally. I always tell people I will never let someone that hides behind an anime filter or anime background intimidate (sighs) me off Twitter like or off any social media platforms. Like, I think it's hysterical that they think this because they have like a gang of friends that are gonna back them up that they can intimidate me. And that was the mm-hmm. that was where they failed. Cause I'm not anybody I I'm Eunice. I I know myself. I'm confident who I am. I, I know what kind of woman I am. And I would never let a boy that oh, because that's what I call them. I don't call them men, because men don't act this way. Boys do. Mm-hmm. And to me, they're boys trying to bully a woman, but they met the they, at that day, I'm pretty sure a lot of them figured out that they met the wrong one. I don't care if you block me, I don't care if you talk about me. I am still here. What are you going to do? I always told them, like, people are like, you know, they're going to say this and they're going to say, I'm like, okay, but I'm the type of person where send a flight, meet me here. I'm here. I'm not afraid. I'm not <laughs> running away. So I'm very confrontational and I'm trying to pull back from that, but I'm a very confrontational person. So if you want to, you know, back and forth me, I am the one. I've always been the one. But now that I have this Black Girls anime thing, I'm like cooling off and like learning to like, you know, not respond so much, but who would job? They really tried me that day. 
They really tried me that day. <laughs> I was like, I almost went back to like my old self, like my my let's just say my old self and what I would say had I not had this platform, it would have been a whole nother I would have probably been banned off Twitter because I have a lot of things to say. <laughs> it's always crazy to think about that. You don't think about it until you actually get in those situations. Yeah. Like I like I know I used to be really uh very very confrontational like i don't care how many followers you have if you're if you're if you're saying shit to me i'm gonna say shit back Mm -hmm. um and then the moment we got the site and we started building it i was like oh crap okay but it it hurts sometimes like i mean hurts as in like i want it like you you know how like when you want to yell but you can't and you get that feeling in your throat Mm -hmm. that's how i feel when i can't tweet sometimes (laughs) oh god sis i feel you You (laughs) i feel you so much like i have to remember like remember that it's not just me, like a lot of women and a lot of young girls, they look up to my tweets and they, they look up to like the fact that I'm so confident in my anime love. And I can't, as much as I want to pop off and as much as I want to go at these boys and tell them about themselves and give them the rundown, I have to realize that there's somebody's daughter watching and they're going to think that that's how to act. And like, to me, it's not like, you got to like, at the end of the day, be like, you know what? They're going to say what they're going to say. They're going to feel how they're going to feel. And I'm just going to move on. So that's what I'm doing. I'm now I'm learning and I'm getting like all this like attention. I don't know honestly how it's happening. I'm learning to just keep quiet, block, and move on. <laughs> mm. No, that's I mean that's so true. I mean with y'all situations from mine, I try to make well with me being a part of. Um, but why though? Like I'm like an extension of it with uh, with the podcast with Kate with my other podcast. I do kind of like take that into effect, but I always try to make sure people like these are my opinions. And I'm like, this is my response to you directly. So I, like, I understand y'all have the challenge of like, you have this platform and you want to make sure you're being presented in a proper way. But yeah, no, fuck them people. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 applaud, I applaud you for like handling it the way you did because like, I think we've all at one point, no matter what kind of fandom you're in, if you're a woman, especially if you're a woman of color in a fandom, yeah. mm-hmm. you have a target on your back and it's just like you constantly, you, it's going to be gatekeeping, it's going to be oh, sexism, yeah. it's going to be like gaslighting. Uh-huh. However it comes up, it's coming up and you know they're going to try and get you. So I'm just be like, I ain't got shit to prove to you. But yeah. if, you're trying to, if, you, if you're trying to, like, if you want to talk about anime with me, you're trying to, like, trick me up, I got something for your ass. <laughs> it's like, I think Danny, oh, no, you had. I know, go ahead. I know. I think it was like Danny Fernandez also was on Twitter, and like oh, she had. Oh, I love her. Thing. I love her too. But she was. She had a similar response. She's just like, if anybody could gatekeep, I could gatekeep, but I don't because that's some whack ass shit. I'm like, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But like her whole thing is like somebody was saying she wasn't a real fan. I'm like. She was like, I have Goku and Vegeta tattooed on my body. I get invited out to Funimation premieres. I can gatekeep you. (laughs) Exactly. If there was someone who could gatekeep, it is her. So y'all need to step back. But like, again, Mm -hmm. it's like you have to reply. Sometimes you have to respond back to these people. So I'm sorry. You don't have to. um, Because trolls don't deserve our attention. But we can. And then we can put them in their places. So I just applaud y'all for doing that. Oh, um, you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love. I mean, plus, I love your platform too. I think I'm like on one of the Facebook Facebook groups too. Nice. And I also, yeah. to, like one thing I've noticed, like following you, Eunice, is just like even like every every time you start conversations and anytime you deal with that stuff, like you deal with it, you know, it's like for me at like as a woman of color in, in this fandom and any fandom really, because pe- like white women don't really understand 
that a lot of the time like, we have it coming from all damn sides, mm-hmm. every single side <laughs> yeah. in like a whole different way. And so when I see you uplifting, you know, uplifting black women in anime and uplifting just a female voice behind anime, I'm just like, this is, this is a lot of good. And this is a like, it, it, it makes me feel better about the fandom, right? Like it makes me feel mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, there are women out here doing work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh man, don't make me blush now. My head's already big. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you came onto the wrong, you came into the wrong podcast. <laughs> you know, like I, I really want the women and girls that are like, you know, shy. Like a lot, I have got a lot of messages and a lot of emails about women calling to, coming up to me or just DM me and telling me like, you know, like I really helped them, you know, be if not be afraid to say that they like anime and not be afraid to speak up about like the, like the comments that they receive and like i never i promise you guys i never expected this this is like when i tell you how i started this page you wouldn't even believe me like prior to this um this black girl anime thing i was like so depressed and like just like so sad and i was like i was like this dark mindset like my mind was just rummage i, I had gone through something so terrible and then like i was just like i felt lost and i felt you know unworthy to live and I felt unworthy to be an, uh, anybody like I thought I was a I was, I was like I thought so shitty of myself I thought I was like this like useless human being who doesn't deserve to be alive and I was like I should just end it all and like the day it was crazy like I was on Facebook right and I was just having like I was like so sad I was like tears were falling from my eyes and I'm not a crier and like so for think for like I was like in this emotional weird state of mind and then I was like Facebook I promise to God this is the craziest thing Facebook was like hey do you want to create a group <laughs> and I'm like what the hell <laughs> like, oh, they said do you want to create a page and I'm like what the hell like what's that so I was like uh okay and so I clicked it and then I was like and they're like what's your page gonna be I was like damn what will my page be I was like all right cool 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 I got it black girls anime i kid you not it was just like boom in my head like black girls anime i was like all right this is not gonna pop off this is nothing stupid so i was just like every day i would just like tell you like oh i like anime <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a black girl that likes anime anybody out there that likes anime with me and like it wasn't getting any traction and i was just like whatever and i was still in this depressive state and then i met these this one woman her name is shaniqua she's on my team and she like helped me like really brand out my team. Like I actually, she doesn't know this because she, if she ever hears this, she's gonna cry because she's a little baby. But uh, <laughs> no, she really helped me. She, I don't think she understands how much she helped me, you know, get out of this depression that I was in and the sadness I was in because I was really lost when I. And then like I started Black Girls Anime and then I started meeting all these other women and just like then it took off even more. I think people understood that I was just like this crazy girl that like can that can like run with the best of them have seen so many animes like people were shook and you know i don't know like it's just crazy to me now like i'm looking like a whole year has passed or a year and a half has passed or whatever and now people are dming me talking talking about how they've been in my situation with the depression and how like anime and my voice has like helped them out and i'm like that's crazy because i was thinking like i was thinking this like a couple days like what if i did end it that day like that day i was thinking about like what if i just like ended my life and like all that shit and then like I wouldn't be here and like would somebody else like not be here with me like I just sometimes I think about that because like I get all these messages like my dms are filled with them and I try to like talk to people and like you know tell them like you know if I could if I someone that's been so strong her whole life can go through depression and get over it not get over it but like you know move past it and like Mm -hmm. try to learn from it like learn like why i was sad and learn to finally forgive myself and forgive all the things that's happened to me then they can do it too and i used anime to forgive myself i 
I think it's everybody's gonna be like, oh, she's so corny. But I use Sailor Moon. <laughs> I use Sailor Moon to cure my depression because I, I yeah, because like I kept thinking like, damn, like she. I was watching the old ones, like like the back in the day ones, where you know she'd be like Sailor Moon says, and it was the <laughs> episode where she was helping her best friend, and like, and she was like, because you know, like uh, her best friend was like in love with like. Um, one of the guys from the Negaverse. And, oh my God! Uh, yeah. Remember that one? He's pretty yeah. abusive, yeah. and she's like, "Friends don't let." Yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. I was watching that. Sailor no, no, no. Through, Sailor says got me through some shit. I'm yeah. just like now that I'm a like now that I'm an older like I'm grown and I'm a woman, I look back on like those Sailor Moon says, and I'm like, yeah, like Sailor Moon does says, like, she's like, you know, you gotta, like, she always talked about, like, forgiveness and talked about, like, you know, being a better person and treating your, the person that, even if they don't look like you, like, better. Like, she always had, like, that 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 clear and, like, positive message. And that's what I try to put out there now because, like, when I was watching, I was like, damn, what am I being sad for? Like, I'm alive, like, I'm breathing. Like, I woke up today. Like, somebody didn't wake up today, and here I am being a little, can we swear on this thing? Yeah, being a little yes. bitch, <laughs> being a little <laughs> bitch, cry, crying. Like I'm like, yo, Eunice, get up. Like today's a new day, and I just like did that Aaliyah song, dust myself off, and got back up again. Like and now I'm here talking to y'all and talking to other people. Hey, so, yeah. Like kind of like kind of the back for me for like moving forward and not letting the the I call it the works of the devil you know, mm. take me out because I'm yeah. close, but then God told me, go bring that ass back. <laughs> bring that ass back here, man. So yeah, sorry for my little rant, my little ramble. No, no, I, lo- I loved it. I mean, we were going to ask you to tell you about yourself anyways, but I'm like, that's just like perfect because I completely agree. I've gone through, anime has got me through breakups. Anime has got me through depression. It, it like, to help me process depression, I think better, like, or process my anxiety better. Yeah. So like, Anime truly does, like, the impact is strong. So I, I completely, like, just connect with you on what you're saying. And then, like, just being able to, we'll, we'll get into this as the discussion goes on, but, like, just finding a community yeah. within the fandom is so powerful because I can have a terrible day going on. Mm-hmm. But if I can, like, connect, if I can just go, if me and Kate, like, I can just, like, can we just talk about anime for a minute? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we just, I'm like, you, like, what is it? Oh, are sharing pictures of Vegeta back and forth. Yes. I'm like, that just gives me so much joy. You find a thirst pick of Vegeta, I find a thirst pick of Vegeta. Ooh. And we just like talk about how much we love him. And right. that makes my day better. <laughs> that, so. I think on that point too, it's one of those things like, and I guess this is, is it really answers the first question of like, how did you get into anime? Who are you? How'd you get here? Right? Like, <laughs> In like all honesty, like I we did a Sailor Moon episode, and I spent forever talking uh, a Sailor Moon episode on my my other podcast, and we talk about like the importance of things, like how why things matter, how they got to like culture to be cultural points and stuff like that. And I spent a long time talking about Sailor Says because when I was doing the research, like the the background research and stuff to like make the show notes, I was like, damn, Sailor Says got me through a lot, like mm-hmm. a lot. It taught me, you know. It taught me what to look out for in my friends. It taught me to take care of myself. And then I also realized, like, as I've gotten older and now that I'm a woman, I actually um, identify a lot more with Usagi now in some Mm -hmm. weird way Mm -hmm. because she messes up all the time, but she doesn't stop trying. And, like, the friend yeah. group and her friends consistently lift her up. She's annoying as all hell. <laughs> like, she's annoying. But there's something about her ability 
to when when she has to put you know work to talk she comes through because she has to Mm -hmm. and so with me like as an adult i'm like well i still love sailor jupiter but i actually think like there are a lot of pieces that i i fit in a little bit more with her um which is always weird to look back on anime you watched as a kid as an adult um, or to like still use that anime. Um, and Sailor Moon's like, and Sailor Moon's one of my touchstones. That was my gateway anime. So mm-hmm. same. Yeah, <laughs> children of the nineties. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but like you know when you talk about, oh, I'm sorry. Were you saying something? No, go ahead. no, go ahead. no. I was just gonna say like I used to like be like you know, oh I'm Sailor Mars. Like I'm so hot tempered and I'm like that fighter friend. And like now like you, you like you're saying like you know Usagi was just like now that I'm older and I understand her more. I'm like, damn, I'm soggy. Like, I, like I'm, really, I'm actually learning that I'm actually a caring person and like I'm very loyal. And like I'm like Usagi is the type of friend that every person needs. Cause you know, the creative mm-hmm. Sailor Moon said the reason that the Sailor Scouts are the way they are is because that's when she was going through her own depression, her own sadness. She mm-hmm. those were the girls that those, the Sailor Scouts were the friends she always dreamt of, always wanted, you know? And Sailor Moon was that best friend she always wanted. And like to me, I feel like everybody in this world deserves a best friend like Usagi. Cause she will ride for you to the end. Like, she would die she would die for her friends she didn't care like no matter even though momoru you know like darian is like the love of her life she would die for any of those girls like any mm-hmm. like like nobody like she would give her life for them because that's how that's her personality like she's just like a giver she would rather take abuse and be so that way that the person that was going to receive it can never feel that pain she would rather deal with that pain on herself and i feel like people don't take that into account they always say like usagi was like the weak one the crybaby but they don't understand like usagi was taking a lot of pain like the girl went through hell and mm-hmm. she would always have a smile on her face she would always she would always put her friends first she put her family first she put her child first she put her man first and like she never put herself first she was never selfish no matter how much i wanted her to be there were certain episodes i'll be like bitch if you don't if you don't become selfish right now but she was like, this like selfless girl and like everybody like always try to like downplay her so now like if i see somebody like saying about something about sailor moon i'm like yo 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 yo, yo cut it out <laughs> don't come about my girl Suggy. i'm not like you through the internet <laughs> no I, I i i i get that because like y'all said like i mean again uh, Sailor Jupiter has always been my sailor scout that i wanted to be but at the end of the, like i always admired that usagi was definitely the friend that was she's been there for each character Mm -hmm. she's always there for everyone and she's always like the support for them Mm -hmm. i'm like that's the that's the friend i want like it makes me be like that's the friend that kind of friend i want to be one day when i grow up so yeah she was dropping knowledge bombs Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um well oh before so we can go on to the next question um but i did want to know so I mean, I don't know if you want to expound more on it. You already said, like, Sailor Moon was your gateway anime. Did was uh, The question was, how did you get into anime? But if we've already answered that, we can go buy it. <laughs> but if it's, you totally can answer it however you want. No, you know, the funniest thing is that I kid you not. This is the craziest thing, right? I had mm-hmm. I lived in Queens, New York, in Jamaica Avenue, right? I lived in an apartment, and I it was literally te- I will never forget this night. It was it was ten thirty at night? That's when Toonami would start, right? And mm-hmm. this girl, it was Sailor Moon. It was the opening, and she, and I was like this like five year old girl, right? And this girl was like this magical thing. I was like, whoa! Yo, I, was, I was mind I was mind struck. I was like, oh my god, what is this? And, like I stayed up. Like my mom. My, okay, I, I at the time I lived with my mom, my aunt, and my baby sister. 
and they all were in the room and I had Kim out because I was oh, I've always been a night owl my whole life ever since I was basically born. My mom has always said I don't sleep at night. So I came out at night, I turned on the TV and I I kid you not, episode what was it, channel 47? Yes. It was channel 47, Toonami came on, Sailor Moon popped on, the theme song came on. I kid you not, ever since that day, I have never stopped watching Sailor Moon, even to this day, even to right now. I will always watch Sailor Moon. Like it was like my gateway it like blew my mind as a five-year-old like, i was like who is this ma-? like no disney prince i was never into disney princesses it was mm-hmm. always about sailor moon like everything she did was what i wanted to do everything she was and the sailor scouts was that's what i wanted to be you know what i'm saying no for <laughs> real no them transformations got me i was just like oh, wait, did she just i was like did she just twirl and glitter just around? like is that a bow exactly. oh yes <laughs> is that oh my god my mom used to be like why are you a-? my mom used to be like why are you so obsessed with this girl eh why are you so obsessed? <laughs> My friend, leave her alone. <laughs> I'm like, no, she's beautiful. No, she is. I like, I love her so much. And like you said, like the transformations got me. And then like Toonami Block just got my butt. Man. Pretty Block <laughs> solid with like the fighting anime. But like, and Yu Yu Hakusho. But like Sailor Moon was it for me. Because I was just like, is, is she dancing in fire and transforming? I want to watch this now. Exactly. So <laughs> I totally may have like ran around the house with pens and pretended to transform <laughs> Um, I also at Blockbuster, I rented Sailor. Now we're showing our age. I know. (laughs) I rented the Sailor Moon. uh, Is it R or S? I rented one of the Sailor Moon movies every single week my parents went. And my dad was like, why are we wasting money on this? You've seen this movie 10 times. And my mom is just like, this just means she'll leave us alone. Just get her the damn movie. (laughs) Oh my God. I used to, I know this is not like anything to be proud of, but you like the, um, my life, when I moved to Minnesota and like our library would have the Sailor Moon and I used to like go run to the library right after school and like put it in a DVD player. And no, no, not sorry. Whoa. VHS. I put it in the VHS and I would click it and I'll watch that rewind, click it though. And then one day I was feeling a little bold, you know, cause I didn't, I, didn't, I wanted this movie so bad. <laughs> And nobody would buy it for me, so my ass took it home, and I still have it. I'm oh my god! <laughs> I found it when I was moving. I found it when I was moving, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It's, it was the Sailor Moon. Um, it was the Sailor Moon when remember when they um the rose one. It was the rose one. Yes, oh, and yeah. I found that. I was like, "Damn!" I was out here wilding. <laughs> While we're on stealing things, um, I realized as a child that I had no idea where my Sailor Moon compact hat came from because I had one. I had the little heart that is on her, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And about like, I guess about like, probably 10 years now, my cousin told me that I stole it from the pulga. Like I stole it from the flea market. She was like, you just picked that shit up and walked away with it. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell your mom. And nobody questioned it. I was like, oh, okay. That's that's great. I was like, I thought I made that memory up because my mom was like, I never got you one of those. Uh, yep. Sorry, lady work in the flea market. I took your Sailor Moon brooch. But- I guess it's time for my confession. <laughs> Some, girl- <laughs> Some girl brought a Sailor Moon, Sailor Jupiter pin into class. <laughs> And somehow it ended up home with me. I'm crying. I just but, love how we got closer and closer to stealing from actual people here. Yeah. <laughs> but but I heard the library. It. That's 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 the that's the government I stole from. <laughs> the I government don't, don't care. Do no, they don't matter. It's fine. I mean, 
my mom found the pen and she's just like, who's this? This isn't yours. I'm like, yes, it is. It's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I returned it to the girl like a week later. I got to return. <laughs> I got oh. to keep it for a week. I'm like, no, my friend gave it to me. I was like, I was, it was going to be a problem. Little kindergarten issue. It was going to have issues if oh, I didn't return that. Oh, yeah. Sailor Moon. Teaching us life lessons and stealing. Uh, I still remember the little shit in kindergarten. (laughs) Kindergarten first day, first grade, who stole my Snorlax card. I'm still mad about that. Still so mad about that. He reached into my Charmander binder and he stole that. Well, Uh I did. I punched him and the teacher gave him the card because he thought I was stealing it from him. He's sexist. Oh. See, that's exactly that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I tra- I fooled kids out of their Pokemon cards. I got me a holographic oh, wow. Pikachu for an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> I was smart. I was just like, I'll give you the Snickers for your Charizard. I'm sure. Crying. <laughs> Out here for uh, nothing. Anime scammers. That's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> anime scammers, I live for that. Yes. Oh, man. There, Kate, we got another t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you just actually have to make it. Um, yes. Uh, well, let's move on to question number two before we expose all of ourselves out here. Um, um, so, what, like, just again, like, we're speaking this from the lens of our experience, but what are some, what some toxic behavior you've encountered as a result of um, liking anime? Oh my God, can I be honest with y'all? Like, <laughs> Before, like, when I didn't have this page, I didn't know this world exists. Like, this anime, like, conversation exists because it was just me and myself. Like, my friends knew I was into anime. They used to make fun of me. They'd be like, oh, you into that Japanese shit. And they'd be like, you want to be Asian, huh? And they'd be saying some other shit I'm not going to say on here. But um, I never knew this, like, life and world exists. So, like, when I first got into it, I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God. Yo, there's people who talk about anime online. This is so great. This is so cool. I'm excited. And then, it, and then it started the, you're a fake fan, uh, you're not real, those are your brother's collections. Mind you, I don't have a brother, may he rest in peace, but um, like they um, were like, oh, there's no way in hell you're, a, they, oh, I used to get these comments, like there's no way in hell a black girl like you, you can have that kind of anime collection, that manga collection is a fraud. People were like, oh. My favorite one will always be she bought it for clout. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Let's mind you that I own almost 300 manga books. <laughs> and like a lot of like my room is like animated out and like my room itself and my collection of like stuff and like cons and all that can like put someone through college. I was like I was like reading the comments and I'm like yes, I spend so much money to impress internet people that I don't even know. That's crazy. Right. And like right. I never, yeah, like I never knew this world. I never, I thought when I would enter, because like everybody embraced me on Instagram, everybody embraced me on like you know Facebook. So when I went into Twitter, oh my god, I never Ugh. thought the kind of backlash I would receive would be so intense. Like I never, like I was like reading these comments, and I'm like, is this real life? Is this uh-huh. really happening right now? Like I was like, I used to think that were jokes until they got so negative and so bad, and they would get into my DMs, and they would just like tweet me so much horrible things, and I'm like what did I do to y'all? Like, are you guys jealous? Like, I don't understand. I'm like, I was in my mind. I'm trying to think like, what can I have done to someone to have them hate me and, or just like, just not like me? Like I've done nothing. And exist. That's all I And now that I've been in the Twitter world for like a couple, like it hasn't even been a year. That's what's even more shocking to me. Um, 
I have learned a lot. I learned that I was so naive coming into this. Like, I really didn't know what the hell I got myself into even joining Twitter. Like, I don't want to say joining Twitter was a mistake or something I regret, but I wish I had had more knowledge going into it because damn i was hit with a ton of bricks i was shook i was like damn what i do i was like y'all y'all know my ex or something y'all y'all got beef with him too y'all all got beef with me what's up and like i was just like whoa it was a lot a lot damn twitter hard twitter's hard damn <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no kidding no i get i mean i definitely get that because when i like i really got more into twitter um probably two or three years ago now. And I started like really making it more about like expanding a community and connecting with people. So that made it more fun and more engaging. But then like when I went down anime Twitter, I was like, oh cool, more people who like anime like me. Like, this is great. I can talk about people. I could not talk about people. I could talk with people about anime. And then I soon found hater anime, the haters of anime fandom. And that was just a mess. Um, it was not fun. And I was just like, y'all make me not want to, like, cause I had anime like in my bio. And then, like, that made me a target. And I was just like, well, I'm just going to shut up. And then I found other people who were like-minded, and that made it easier. But, yeah. It'd be like, you don't even, you probably don't even know the basics. Like, Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, seriously, bro? Like, like I hate that. <laughs> it's, it's, and I've re- I, I realized this, because this took me some time to unpack. It's not, so, like, for a while, I thought I hated Dragon Ball Z. Is it like it's not that I hated Dragon Ball Z? It's that I hated the dude bros who loved, who like loved and treasured Dragon Ball Z because they made me hate it. And I realized, okay, I will admit that it's not like the the upper echelon of anime. Like there's like, but I don't have to hate it. Like I don't have to put it down or anything. I was putting it down in my for myself because those motherfuckers are making me hate it. Yeah. Because they were just talk shit about like, you don't know shit about Goku. What you mean? Goku can beat Superman. And I'm like, y'all are annoying. Y'all are annoying me. And then I realized, no, I actually do like Dragon Ball Z. It is my, it's one of my gateway animes. And it's helped me through some shit, mainly because of Vegeta. But like, they made me hate it. And then I realized, wow, y'all are just demons out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, so I have a, I have a different story. Because like, I was, I was open... Oh, 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 so kind of like how to explain it. So in school, like I had, like I had, I'm trying to figure the best way to explain this. I was the only brown kid in a Catholic school with a whole bunch of white kids. That um, was the first thing that sucked. Um, then I was the only girl who liked comic books, like X Men and stuff. Then that sucked because the girls didn't like that I was hanging out with the boys because it was right around the time where everybody started getting crushes. And Mm. the boys, outside of, like, the one guy who was, like, my actual friend, used to treat me like crap because I wasn't supposed to have comic books. And then when I got into anime anime, I kind of found, like, those, like, we we were just the weird kids. Like, we were always the weird kids because we liked anime, right? Like, it was, like, the dude Mm -hmm. who always wore his Naruto headband and the guy who showed up with uh, the the print button-up shirt that was all just just Dragon Ball. Yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. No, no, I know um, what you're talking about. And, it, and that was our group, and it was great. But then when you looked at it, too, because like it was a switch in, in high school, because the majority of my high school was uh, Latino and, then, and Latino and Black, and then, you know, it was mostly a minority school. But, like, what sucked was I got hit a lot with the, like, well, 
you're not you're not supposed to like this and it was like you're not supposed to like this because mexicans don't like this you're not supposed to like this because latinos don't like this you're not supposed to like this because this is this is like a, a little white boy thing or this is an asian thing and like i got that whole mess and then i i actually saw one of my friends get beat up because he was wearing a damn naruto headband from somebody well damn it was shitty Mm-mm. But like we had like this nice group of us who just liked anime. Like no matter how bad and toxic everything was, like treating us like crap because we liked anime, it was we had each other and it was great. And I mean, and because because my school the majority was for people of color, and that was like also really really great. And then and you add in the fact when I started actually going to conventions and stuff. Um, that was my first exposure to, oh, you don't really like this. Or, oh, tell me the plot of X, Y, Z. Oh, you never saw this one. And that's when that started. Um, when I started going to conventions and talking to people face to face, which is really weird. Um, that just never makes any sense to me. When you talk about, like, when people go to conventions, I paid money to come here. <laughs> why do I have to Why do I have to prove that I like this thing? Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm here I, with you. I am yeah. here with you. I like this thing. That's all it means. And um, like, I don't know how to unpack it. I want to unpack it because I'm like, is it because y'all are jealous that we want to play with these toys, too? Or that it's the idea that we've been playing with these toys, too? I think it's like I I honestly think a lot of it comes from just like the place that we live in like anime hasn't been mainstream really and so it was one of those things where like I feel like they feel like they have some sort of ownership over it because Mm. people picked on them before so you can't like it too and you don't it's like it's like no we all got picked on Mm -hmm. all of us yeah like we all got picked on we all dealt with the shit and I dealt with it from multiple areas that you didn't and yeah. it, it's one of those things, like, in, in Twitter, I I'm not actually too big in anime Twitter, so I haven't had too much of those experiences. Um, but the funny thing, and then this is all I'm going to end it with, the best thing was when I started dating my husband. He, I like horror, I like anime, I like things that he doesn't like, and the best feeling was realizing that he was pretending to like them. And like do stuff so he could talk with me because he didn't want me to feel like he didn't like what I liked. And I was like, the tables have turned. The tables have turned. And I'm clearly not the one who is fake. I and mean, he, he never said I was fake or anything like that. It was just like an example of like, that's one of like, I, I had somebody who didn't want me to hide that piece of myself and was actively trying to like have conversations with me. You Aww. know, about those things, which was great. But at the same time, like, Twitter's a mess and awful, and I'm really trying hard not to get into anime Twitter, so I don't got to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, I suggest just keep communicating with me and Eunice. Um, yeah. And then slowly <laughs> spread into other corners, because I can totally tell you right now, I made a I made one damn comment about Captain Marvel looking like a Super Saiyan, and my mentions went to shambles mm-hmm. um, for at least 24 hours, but I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I, I, let me just talk to y'all, because everybody said Killmonger's vest looked like Vegeta's Vegeta's armor. Y'all let that rock. Some some Ashy Bro said that, but I make one damn comment about the woman's hairstyle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna go into a rant. <laughs> oh, no, no, that. I mean, uh, but no, it's like stuff like that is like kind of like what you said in person, like in real life. I realized I started to hide my interest in anime mm-hmm. because I was sick of being picked on. I was tired of people saying like that's not white people shit or like that's not for black people. That's not for black girls. Like it was like levels to it. Like I couldn't like it because I was black. 
and then I couldn't like it because I was a black girl. Or like I wasn't really black if I if I liked anime. Where lo and behold, now in 2019, damn near everybody is watching anime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and like that's and that's the thing that gets me. Where it's just like y'all were never with us. Where were we all at? And when we were talking about anime in class, I'm like, y'all wouldn't let me speak. Y'all wouldn't <laughs> let me get my opinions out. I wasn't even allowed to talk about the damn cell saga because yeah. y'all kept on trying to shut me down saying I didn't know nothing in the fifth grade. I'm like, and here I am flourishing in my anime. Yeah. You know what? Um, I actually miss, uh, I miss playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards because I had that happen. I think the the biggest time I had it in high school, or the only time I had it in high school, really, where it was somebody kind of like questioning my knowledge. It was like, oh, you, 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 you watch Yu-Gi-Oh, you have a Yu-Gi-Oh deck. I was like, yeah. He was like, what kind of card do you have? And I like, I'm, I went out of my way to make an all-female Yu-Gi-Oh deck. It was hard as hell. Oh, it took a lot of It took a lot of bullet chopping, but like it, <laughs> it was hard as hell. Um, he was like, You can't play that. You don't even know how to build a deck. Ha ha ha. I was like, Okay, let's play. <laughs> and I like that was probably one of the most triumphant triumphant feelings in Bannon when I kicked his damn ass with my thing. With my yeah. deck. And it's just like, yeah, like it it like it's one of those things that the older I've gotten, the 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 more I realize I don't have to prove anything to you. Mm-hmm. But I've also realized, you know what? I will give you I, I will give you a chance to show how stupid you are. Mm-hmm. Like just just, yes. just just come at me. Like feel free. <laughs> it's it's yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's I think that's kind of the thing. It's not that we have to engage with these people like we feel like we have to. It's more like, I'm just show you how stupid you look. I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm just show you how dumb you look. You think I don't know this like this whole thing. You don't think I've ever watched an episode of Dragon Ball Z or like which again is a stupid thing is when people think if you haven't watched an episode of said anime that you're not a fan because that just doesn't make any sense because everybody's entry point is different oh or the ones where like you have to watch it from the first episode to the last episode and all the movies and all the filler Mm -hmm. and this order it's like no barely anybody has time for that if your wee bass got off and out of your damn basement maybe (laughs) you would have time to have not watched bleach to completion don't give me crap for it True. But I still haven't finished Bleach, and I say that all the time, and I don't think I will ever finish it because I'm very lost in filler, and I don't know where I left off. <laughs> That's me. I, I left off before they finished the, holo- the what is it, the Waco Mundo arc, and I don't think I'm ever going back. I know how I know how it ends in the manga, and that's good enough. For, no, it's not good enough. Sorry, but I'm fine. I yeah, just we're can't gonna- watch Hime again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next question before we go into our other yeah, rant. Sorry, that was a, that, that was a rant. <laughs> I, I just talked. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like we all have our own experiences with it, um, with toxic behavior as it comes in many shapes and forms. So then, uh, kind of like you know, since again you talked about Black Girls Anime being your community, I just kind of want to talk about the importance of finding your community in the fandom. So it doesn't have to be specifically Black Girls Anime, but like just in your experience before having it or like you know just yeah i'm just gonna repeat the question and edit that part i rambled um the importance of finding your community within the fandom 
Oh my God, it's so important. And it's so amazing when you find it, especially when you find people who are, and, and they get, you don't get me wrong, there are so many men out there, you know, that are like amazing and they're like, they love you and they embrace you. And they want, they treat you as family. Cause in my group, I can only speak, honestly speak on Black Girls Anime. I can't speak on anything, but Black Girls Anime has like a whole, like we have a Discord, we have a group and everybody's treated like family. Like we ride for each other. Like if we ever saw anybody bullying anybody, it's a, it's a wrap for that person because everybody gets on them. Everybody's like, you're not going to talk about my person. So when you find a community of people who are like, like-minded like you, that like, you know, they, they want you to succeed. They like put in, they, they, they bless you with recommendations. They don't quiz you. They try uh, to engage in conversation. They try to be like, oh, you saw this? What did you think? Like they, the question isn't, have you seen the question is like what did you think of so and so during this arc and then you guys get into that conversation where it's flowing and it's respectful and i think that people don't understand that how amazing it is to just have that like family sense in an anime community especially with how toxic anime communities can be when you find that group of people who are just like there and you know that you can always talk like my group on facebook i have like so many groups on facebook and i have so many groups on twitter itself and they're like everybody sees each other as a sister and a brother. Like, it's just amazing to like, you know, people always type up their feelings or type up how their day went and they know that no one in the group is going to judge them. No one in the group is going to screenshot and like report them or embarrass them. Like everything is sacred. So when you find that group that keeps everything sacred for you, anime is amazing. That's when it becomes like, whoa, like this is fun. Like we're like, everybody starts planning trips together. Now you don't have to look for a hotel buddy. Cause you know, so-and-so is going to be there. A lot of people sleep at each other's houses. Like my, um, when I went to, um, KatsuCon, I didn't stay at a hotel. I stayed with the, the girl that I met online. Like, isn't that crazy? Uh, anime. Like I literally met this girl online and we, I slept at her house and I ate her food and I still had her family. <laughs> that's crazy to people. Like, do you see how amazing it is to have a community that's just like, boom. And you're like, you're just there and you can always call on them. Like, I feel like if people had that, just maybe it wouldn't be so bad. Just maybe. I don't oh, know. I agree. I mean, I, speaking from experience, I just bummed on Kate's couch for South by Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's not crazy at all because it's kind of like... Like, first time meeting a person, but, like, granted, like, talking about anime and stuff, like, we kind of connected over, like, our shared interests and stuff, and then also, like, being, having a podcast together and other things, but, like, I totally get what you mean about, like, there's people in, like, on Twitter that I've connected with through anime and okay. stuff where I'm, like, I feel so close to y'all, and then, like, when I find out they're coming to Chicago, I'm, like, oh, we're gonna meet up, yep. we're gonna go out, we're gonna do this, it's not gonna be, like, we can talk about anime in person, and we can do all this stuff together, we can have fun, exactly. it's just, it's so, uh, it's so great, it's yeah. Amazing. I, I honestly live for it, like, you know, I'm going to DreamCon, and everybody's like, oh, you're going to DreamCon. Hey, let me, um, you need a ride. Let me, you know, you want to stay at my house? Everybody's like, offering me things, and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I got an Airbnb. They're like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. And like, I'm like, dang, this is crazy how much people, when you when you connect with people on, like, just a general basis of, like, anime, and you build off that with friendship, it's amazing. It's honestly phenomenal. I honestly cannot deal with how amazing I feel every time I talk to somebody and they're like, oh, you're going to be in my city. You got to let me take you out. Like, do you know how cool that is? And it'll be like, and it'll take me to, and it'll take me to a comic store and a manga store because they know I'm obsessed with mangas and then they'll watch me splurge and they'll be like, girl, stop it. <laughs> be like, girl, stop. And I'm like, no, you can't bring me to a manga store and not expect me to blow money. <laughs> it's crazy talk. Come on. 
Uh, so I do want to ask you a follow-up question too, like, cause you, yeah. you said how, how open and, you know, familial your community is as, you know, somebody who runs a community, like ha- have, what have you done to kind of like cultivate that? You know, like, mm. do you have mods? Do you have ad- like admins? Oh, yes. I know discord has <laughs> a slew of bots cause we, we have a discord for, but why though? And it, it's one of those things where I'm just, I'm just really interested, like how you, I mean, how you go forward with, cause I like, right. Like it's easy to say, like everybody get together. We all love each other. That's it. But like there, ha- is there oh anything else that, that goes into building that? Oh, there's so much. Okay. If you want to build a phenomenal group and friendship, you need people you can trust. Like I have mm-hmm. um, a total of, it's like what, six of us. It's me, Shaniqua, Brie, um, Chantel, um, Rochelle and Mia. So there's six of us and we are like the tightest humans. Like um, Shaniqua was my admin every, and um, Bree's my admin for Instagram and everybody else is a mod or for an admin on their own right for our Facebook group. And then we have this boy named um, Bruce who like controls our discord. So I have all these people who are like, who believe in my vision for black girls and I mean, what I want to do. And they help me because there's no way in hell with a full-time job I am able, I will ever be able to like, do what I do like they help me out with so much like I make all the posts and I make and I like do all the research for the news like so does Brie but like if without them I honestly would not be where I am today and they all know how grateful I am to them and like people need to understand once you and they imagine this and I've never met I haven't met Shaniqua yet I haven't met um Chantel yet I haven't met any of them but we literally bonded online and we're like a sisterhood like we are a tight unit like nothing can break us we had one we had a one incident when something when someone tried to break the unit up but like i feel like god like brought these women into my life like they like they're like my they're like my soul like they're my extended sisters that i've always wanted so you know once you find that group of people you trust in your own circle you flourish mm-hmm. honestly you literally flourish like our discord we just started in has even been has even i don't even think it's been a week it has over 200 members our facebook wow. group has a thousand 1,700. I have all these um, Instagram supporters face all these things happening. And I'm like, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have this. And like, I'm so grateful to them. I, I try to, as long as like, anytime people are like, oh, Black Girls Animation is just a unit. No, it's all of us. They don't, they just like to be in the background. They like to be doing the background stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, they like me to be in forward, but I am grateful to all of them. And, and I love you guys. I hope when you guys hear it, you know, I love you. <laughs> that's so, no, that's, no, that's awesome. so dope. That is so dope. I mean, like, it sounds like it's like a, it's like a job. Like, oh my god, it. sounds like a job. <laughs> so much, yeah, so much work. <laughs> no, I, but it's like it's not like I think one. I appreciate the work that y'all put into it because, like, I've learned that mods play such a big role when it comes to like community pages, um, because it's it's helpful knowing who you can contact when you see somebody behaving, uh, like, you know, like not abiding by like the communities, like not, I want to say rules, mm-hmm. but you know, like the agreed upon like behavior, like, you know, you can stop somebody from like, uh, that's not what's going to happen here. And then like, it can weed out the toxic behavior mm-hmm. and it just makes the, it, y'all help make the community better or like, in, like improve it when there's like areas when there's opportunities for it to improve. <laughs> so I like, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, and too, like, well, if you're listening right here and you want to get involved with Black Girls Anime, like, we'll we'll get all those link for, links from Eunice and we will put mm-hmm. them all in the show notes. <laughs> and you can go and you can thrive in this wonderful community that, you know, 
that, that she has. Yeah. My community still by love everybody. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they frustrate me. They know who they are. They know who they are. What about you, Nisha, for importance of finding community? Um, yeah, I like I said, I think it's super important for me. Um, it's been great. Like I think the last year actually is when I first found like about like I found out about Eunice Your Page, like Black Girls Anime on Facebook, yeah. and then I found about like Twitter also. So I've learned that Facebook isn't dead as long as I have like an anime group page, one or two anime group pages, um, and that helps because that's where I can really have long form discussions with people, and I'm in a safe environment. So like like the importance of finding community for me is safety. Um, because I feel like there's so many people on Twitter who take, th- take things to like the next level mm-hmm. of like basically threatening you. Like I've been threatened. Like there was a conversation that like I talked back to someone and they're just like, bitch, I'll come and rape you. You don't what? know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it got, it got really bad. I was just like, yeah, you ain't gonna do shit. But just in case, let me block and report you. But it's still, that made me think, like, you know what? People don't be playing on here. Like, people get, is it called doxing? I don't know. When people, like, basically expose folks. And, like, yeah, doxing. Put up, yeah, thank you. So, yeah, doxing, like, putting out, like, where they work or what, like, what job they do. And, like, that's the stuff that really got me. Like, I was just, like, I was more concerned about, like, what if they, like, send stuff to my job? What if they actually do show up where I work? And, like, what if they were to, like, actually figure out where I lived? Um, that's why I have, like, apartment hunting in Wakanda for so long on my <laughs> on my like location on Twitter but then like there's just in, like with Google this it's easy to find somebody mm-hmm. and it, with the right Google searches you can do that so I'm like that was like really nerve-wracking for me and like I, it, that wasn't the only experience I had with someone like threatening me it was like harm because I disagreed with them um and I was like I wasn't even being like hateful or anything I'm like no like this is my opinion like it, it, he literally went to the next level he probably was just a bot but you can never be too safe so that kind of like kept me from not wanting to engage a lot. But then like I found like I started to get back into Twitter and then also like back into like joining into anime discussions online. And that's when I found out like, oh, wait, there's like Facebook pages that like are private. There's the private ones and there's the public ones where you can have like private discussions and you have to be added to the page. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to request entry. And then there's ones that are public where you can do it and you st- like there's moderators and stuff. So I'm like, oh, this really helps me feel safe. And I can share my opinions and I don't like so I have not been threatened. Yeah. So it's like it's really about like having that extra layer layer of security. But also there's also like with the importance of community for me is just like having that those connections, man. Like how you talked about how there's people you haven't met before in person, but then like you can go to a con, like hey, are you going to this con? Yeah, I'm going. Well, like I'll go too if we can like meet up and stay together. I'm like, that's the stuff I look forward to now. Like, I used to be afraid of um, traveling by mm-hmm. myself. I got over that real quick once I knew there's somebody in a city that I can go see. Or if there's, like, an, like I was a victim of Universal Scam Con. I feel like I have to put that out there. But that trip helped me, like, connect with people, like, other nerdy, like-minded people. And that's what really caused, like, got me to get out of my shell and travel more and go to these things. So it's the same thing with anime. Like, if I connect with somebody and we know that we want to go to a con together, I'm like well, shoot, we can split this room and we can go and we can hang out together. And like, so yeah, it's just the importance of having those people there. It really helps. Like online friends are real friends. Um, They are. For sure. What about you, Kate? What has been your um, experience with that? Yeah, I mean, it's less, so it's weird. It's less anime 
specific in that I still don't feel like I have a large anime community, mm-hmm. right? Like I kind of, I just talk to a few people about anime. Um, but I actually, this is funny because uh, the One Punch Man trailer dropped today because um, mm-hmm. it's, it's coming on to Hulu. Um, I didn't realize so many, so many of my writers for the site love One Punch Man. <laughs> like the writers chat, like we drop, cause we tweet out, you know, trailers and stuff from our account. We drop them in the writers chat, you know, boost them, whatever. And a lot of the times they'll start discussion. And then all of a sudden I just see all of, all of these dif- uh, different, different writers, you know, coming in and talking about them. like, Oh damn, there are a lot of people who love anime in here. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things where like when I, when I started building up, but why though it was, it was about just finding a place where everybody could feel free to express themselves. Mm-hmm. And like listening to you guys talk, I actually feel like as loud as I am about anime, like IRL, I don't actually think I'm that loud about it online or like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or as a presence in there, I don't, I don't know why that is. Um, but just listen to you guys talk. I'm doing like some intro introspective, like look look at my you know my my online behaviors but like um one of the reasons i have my co-host on my podcast is um the one that's not my husband is because we went to college together and he wore a dragon ball z shirt one day and i said cool dragon ball z shirt and then the next meeting we went to i wore a star wars shirt he said cool star wars shirt and then we bonded over those two things um, and now we've been doing a podcast together for two years. We've known each other for about seven now. Like it, it's, it's been, I have less to say on large community and more to say, just like when you find people that you click with, especially Nisha, like shit, we're Aww. doing this podcast. Cause I made a joke that we should drink and watch Dragon Ball evolution together. And yeah. then this is, <laughs> and we found each other on Twitter and here we are. And, you know, I, yeah. you know. We're friends and I finally got to see her in real life and it was it was amazing to kind of have somebody to go through that stuff with. And it's also one of those things is like with her, I have somebody to send my thirsty Vegeta pictures to because I didn't <laughs> have anybody before that. Like, or, mm. you know, like, oh, shit, I saw some really, really weird anime shit. I got to share this with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I said it to her. Oh, and, that last one I sent oh, you. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you my night. Um, but it, it's a <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. It's like, um, I'm learning how to be in a community with it because, since like, hi- at high school, I had a lot of people around me. Um, and I've just never brought that presence online um, for whatever reason. I don't know why. I, I mean, I think a lot of it, too, is I've kind of gotten a little bit more fearful online. Like, I've I've been targeted by Con- Comicscape before. We've had people, you know, stalk our, our Twitch streams before and j- jump into our Discord and, you know, do speech talk, talk text to, to speech and, like, just mess, mess stuff up. And I, I think... Ultimately, I actually think you're right, Nisha, that like Facebook groups are like the safest space because like if you're on Twitch or you're doing a podcast or you tweet, like there are so many little like I, I'm I'm really feared by, I'm fearful of getting doxxed. Um, you know, I'm really, really worried about that. But at the same time, like I I talking with you guys really makes me want to reach out and make myself a part of anime Twitter. <laughs> to like yeah. meet more people like y'all, cause I mean, w- <clears throat> sorry. Um, 
it's great to find those people online because like I wish I mean I wish I had people like in my area who like go into you know anime conventions and stuff I don't have that many you know I don't know who to go with half the time um and not all you know not all anime is the same not you know not all in that like I can like one thing and somebody could like a completely different genre we may not you know click right but trying to find an online community or even just building out the anime part of you know the community that I've built like I think that that's going to go a long way. I'm happy I have I have you two here to to talk <laughs> about this and make me realize where where what what I need in my life. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. That's what we're here for. This is what this podcast is for. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not originally, but it's what it's turning into. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we found a whole bunch of people who like anime now just through this podcast. Mm-hmm. We, that yeah, when we did our questions thread, I mm-hmm. think that was like really really fun to just like there was no I could say this like we had probably had one person who was being toxic, and I feel like that's saying a lot. But like there was like every most and then the conversations that were happening within the questions thread was like people just communicating with each other and like sharing their experiences with anime I'm like this is this is pure this is good yeah this is why we're doing this also because we're anime nerds but yes <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah I just I, it's just so comforting to have a community and like I want like also Kate you're my thirstability um partner like we have a kind of <laughs> partner you're my thirstability partner when it comes to anime men like oh, who, else, yes. who else am I going to talk about tall broad-shouldered anime men with mm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I actually have a group. <laughs> oh, where, where is it? I have you a group go? called Two D Horse. Oh my god! <laughs> it's actually very popular. We have over hundred members. Um, I love that. Can you link that? Oh, um, I don't think we can really add anymore because it's on Twitter, and I don't think. Damn it. But, yeah, you know, the funniest thing is that I was talking, telling people, like, oh, I would make a third one, and I never made it, because I was so lazy. Oh, my God, I was so tired. But, like, yeah, we have a 2D horror group, and it's the best. I literally, awesome. those girls kill me. We we speak about, like, you know, like, I'm a, I'm really into smutty anime. Like, I, don't, I think, I've, I feel like I've been in a... I am, too. Man, I love smut manga. <laughs> um, I am a, um, a smut whore when it comes to, like, anything. Like, I just love smut. Like, I've been reading it since I was 10. I know I should be ashamed of myself, and my mom should have definitely had parental log. But Manga Rock did not, so I was walling out. Anyway, so now I have these groups uh, uh, called 2D, BGA's 2D, um, 2D Whores, and it's the best. All we talk about is smut, Yao, Yuri, and uh, I tell, and by the way, anyone that's listening to this, your um, husband is for the community. So just let it go. He's not yours. He's ours. We share. We share these 2D boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I need everybody to stop claiming Lord Sashomaru as their personal bay. He is <laughs> our personal bay. Stay with me, ladies. Our personal bay. Because everybody <laughs> needs to get it through their heads that. You can't claim anybody other than Yusuke. Yusuke, you're a mess. She is mine and mine alone. I will fight you. So, <laughs> the tattoo on my body says otherwise. So I'm just putting it out there to the world. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I, yeah. But I know I really love, oh my God. Like when we talk about, the more we talk about community, the more I think about all the women and men that I have. I'm just so grateful for them. And they're in a craziness and they're, they're like, they're so strong-willed and like I have like no like I have some shy people but then these shy people became strong-willed through the group and I just love the growth you know that you guys watch um in- um Insecure yes you do oh hold on what happened Ooh. oh Hello. oh yeah I'm good Nisha can you hear me 
Oh, you're so like super, low. super low. It's your mic did that thing that it did the other day where like I can barely hear you. Turn it off, turn it back on, <laughs> blow on it a little. Blow on it. Oh my God. It's <laughs> two controller. God. <laughs> No, it's like, what is it? The GameCube days? Mm-hmm. When you had to like blow, like stop the game, blow on it. Oh, God. Shit. Now, what I do is I gotta, like, my phone gets a little hot and it starts freezing. I just put it like in the car, like in the little air, air conditioner slot, yeah. put it there for a few minutes. Isn't that crazy that phones overheat? Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. They always overheat for me at the worst time. I'll be on live speaking that real shit. And boom, my phone, my phone starts to overheat, and then it, and then it just says it needs to cool off. I'm like, yeah, because I was speaking that fire. <laughs> I was hitting them with the truth bomb. Phone couldn't handle it. Oh, yeah, that happened to me today. I was oh, so sad. Oh yeah. I was I was reading a digitio on, on my phone, and it was like, it needs to cool off. I'm like, no. No, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> Nisha, we still can't hear you. Dang it. <laughs> Wait, can you hear me now? Oh, there you are. There you are. Okay. I'm just going to have to hold my laptop on my laptop. I have to, like my camera mic, and then I have my other mic. I don't know which one is acting up, so my laptop is in my lap. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, but no, I agree with everything y'all said. <laughs> um, damn, what were we talking about before my mic went out? Community day, my anime. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's so funny? Yes. I made a I made a joke about that, and I think that's when people kind of like figured out that I'm just ridiculous. I was like, oh yeah. Everybody's claiming Lawrence Shomaru not knowing that he's community dick. And ever wow. since then, it's been like, I see that everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, why did I start? Oh, but you know, I'm, just, I'm just letting y'all know, like, ladies, let it go. He's not your man. He's our. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> like in, what is it, in junior high when everybody was arguing over Little Romeo or Bow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was in the background of, like, Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, or like, or like some other anime boy. I was just like, oh, no, I don't care about Bow Wow. But like Vegeta, though, he looks like a handsome. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I mean, there but like, so many anime men. God, mm-hmm. so we, we, oh yes, we can cut this out or not. But it's funny, Kate, young Kate, like 12, 13 year old Kate. I think I actually said this on the podcast before, but like young Kate was like, ooh, it'd be cool if there was a Dragon Ball and. Sailor Moon crossover. I'm gonna look that up for fan art. <laughs> Not realizing that there is like an entire fucking hentai series. Nope. That is just Dragon X Sailor or something like that. And it is mm. magical. I remember yep. seeing it at 16 years old. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and it popped up on my screen and I didn't close it right away. Dude. But <laughs> like I feel like anime has played a, a role in like at least most of our like sexual awakening. Like I can at least I at least I can talk about mine. Like <laughs> where it's just like yeah no I I definitely woke I up at like midnight <laughs> to go and read fan fiction on the family computer. Oh my oh, god, yes, you guys lemons? lemons? Do you guys yes. remember lemons? Oh my yes. god, oh my god. Yes. lemons! You guys, so you guys lemons? I was yo. 
Can I, I did too. Oh my God, can I talk about how I was walling out at 13 years old? Like, I, I am the biggest Maya Shingo fan. I think I, I think everybody on Twitter can kind of like, I need her to notice me. Maya Shingo, notice me. I love you, <laughs> Um And I was so obsessed with her work because I was reading Howl Aaron. And woo, Howl Aaron was this spicy ass manga. And my 13 year old ain't never done nothing with nobody without <laughs> writing these adult fiction that were good. <laughs> And then my, I had to like delete them because I was afraid that somebody would come and ask them as. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> All my oh. friends knew. Like I had a friend that knew that I was me that was writing me. She was like, girl, you're going to get in trouble. They're going to say you're doing some bad stuff. And I was like, for real, for real. And I had to delete it. But girl, I used to write some spicy. <laughs> like, I need to go back in life. I need to find out. I, I used to write them in my diary first. And then I'll show it to a friend and be like, hey. Is it spicy? And she'd be like, what is that? I'd be like, I don't know, but Maya Shingo said it, so I'm going to do it too. And I could really write them into these, oh my God. And people were like, ooh. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is getting traction. I have to go. This is scary. <laughs> like, I, don't think, I don't know what to do. I'm a really, I'm, I'm a little girl. Oh my God, I'm 13 years old. There's <laughs> probably a 30-year-old woman relating to me. And I'm like, oh, sister, I don't know. <laughs> So oh god nope. i i feel you i feel you i yep. definitely had a spiral that i wrote like i filled that entire spiral with a uh a lemon fan fiction about roni kenshin because i had to girl i think was good <laughs> if, Kane, if you just want to send me that <laughs> oh my god i they're will say lemons go though like they're gone oh, i mean good ones yes um um, the good ones are hard to find. I will say mine are still out there. I did not delete mine, but I wrote under a pseudonym. I so. deleted mine. I had, to, I had to go. I was out here. <laughs> I if was, my mom I, ever found out, she would kill me. <laughs> oh my I, god! So my mom found. So I, <laughs> my mom. We had a communal computer for the longest time growing up, and I accidentally mm-hmm. saved a picture of I think it was Naked Shomaru <laughs> and Gome. <laughs> You and moved, moved, I know, but, well, because like it was only me and my brother who used it for the longest time. My brother is really younger than me, and my brother found it. Mom, if you're listening, I apologize. Brother, if you're listening, I apologize. And I blamed it on my brother when my mom found it. And that boy could not get on the computer without anybody next to him for like the next two years. <laughs> I had to do what I wanted, though. <laughs> um, I was pretty clever. I know I, I learned how to delete the browser history at age 12. Um, yeah. so like I would wake up, it started off with me like waking up at midnight. This is before I had a cell phone or like any kind of device until I had my PSP and I learned how to go online with my PSP, like to a website, and I could just read the fan fiction in my bed. But basically, I would wake up, wait till everybody was asleep, go downstairs, read some fan fiction, and eventually I decided, like, I could write this. So I started writing it, and I'd be up until 3 a.m. Me, yeah. my my 13 year old ass again never did nothing don't know nothing about yep. that except for what i've read and <laughs> right? yep. and then it got mine got traction too and then i like going back and reading it now by age i'm just like oh god i knew nothing i'm like yeah. oh, ooh. i'm like oh no this is terrible and like but there's people who loved it i was just like no i didn't understand what consent was then <laughs> this is terrible so, so I was like also yeah. reading Anne Rice at the same time. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if these two anime characters did this? <laughs> yep. Oh, oh God. There are things. Oh, I mean, I will yeah. say this now. I do I do think the one thing that is stuck is uh Hentai Jojinshi. Oh. I mm. still read that. Girl, me I'm not ashamed to say I'm the biggest hentai fan in the world. Bye bye. 
Mm-hmm. I'm the biggest it. hentai fan in the world. I do not play about my hentai. I'm very See, curious. I just so I just don't watch the video because then I get pulled into. Oh, is there a story here? What's happening? This is because <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's intriguing. Like I think like hentai is super intriguing. It's like way more like story driven uh-huh. than porn. Porn. <laughs> True. I don't like watching. I love reading. Yeah, you know, a glass of wine. Now that I'm old enough to drink. Mm-hmm. Well, that well, that's the thing. Like, I like I I don't watch like I don't watch hentai, but I read it. Like, I I enjoy reading hentai. Yeah, because again, we've like I just, I still don't know how I went down that dark path, Kate. Oh, <laughs> how did that go? Say it with your chest. That's what you watch. <laughs> we all did. Don't be ashamed. I I that was my first. No, time. it wasn't that I was ashamed or anything. It was just like I had I, I sat there. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I said, I, I just said, you stumbled across some. some yeah, some I don't, I still don't know how I stumbled across, like, in my regular timeline. I was just like, oh, I have stumbled into, like, the, the hinty. <laughs> Yo, you know how I was as a kid? I learned about Incognito. Oh, it was a game changer and a rap. I was, that's what I knew. There was something wrong with me. <laughs> was that's when I was wild and wild. Like I mean, when I said I was wild and wild, like I was woo child. Look, I look back and like I'm like, hey. the, yeah. power the power of anime, the power of anime and hentai. The power of anime, then boom, hentai came into my life. I was like, woo, I'm learning <laughs> shit. Oh god, look, so, me. <laughs> go ahead. No, I was gonna say me being a pastor's daughter. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, I am. My dad, I've been a preacher's daughter all my life. So it's kind of like, I knew I could never be caught with this stuff because it would the child blocks would have been on so fast. Mm. So I had, to, I had to find ways. And <laughs> I found them. So the power of anime will compel you to do what you gotta do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, oh. man. Oh, this is gonna be another episode. But <laughs> I, I, know, I actually think this transitions into question... It's not in here. It's not on here. Okay. Um, so oh, I did have, I did, I did have a question too. This kind of translates into So like when you go to anime conventions, there are like a whole bunch of people walking around with like hentai, like jackets and sweaters, mm. like on their shirts and stuff. And I was wondering how, cause I, I, I deal with a, a particular way, but I was wondering how you guys do. Like there are definitely sections of anime mostly men or, or you know young or boys i guess essentially mm-hmm. who use hentai and use just even, even just like shonen women right like and fetishize start fetishizing women from that point and so i know for me it's gotten uncomfortable sometimes at cons because i'm just like mm, this is a little weird yeah why are you like this is this is one like it I, I, okay i don't know how to really unpack this but just how do y'all feel about that because that's definitely a big subculture like within like convention life mm-hmm. i'm not like because like i've seen a dude carrying around a full like naked body pillow and like staring at like cosplayers i'm just like this is weird and i don't know how to respond yeah okay. These guys are ridiculous sometimes when they come to the cons and they're so because you know they're so free at this time. Like, you know, when you come to cons, you you expect not to be judged for your weirdness. But then there's yeah. damn, you really out here wilding like this, my guy. Like, relax. And you know, a lot of I know a lot of cosplayers have spoken out like um, yeah, they wear the sexy outfits or they wear the characters' outfits, you know, like you know, characters' outfits are super like super exposing. Like I like I mean high school DXD, like let's all like their care like characters 
like who who's had the most who has like the sexiest one like, like fairy tale has like really really sexy you know mm-hmm. stuff like, that. Yeah. <clears throat> like the girl and i know like um the girl from uh my hero academia that one's another who, oh yeah the one you that know, the crazy Momo? one Momo, yeah yeah Momo. And, so like you know these guys they come here and they're like they see these women um, come, it's like these anime characters are coming to life with these women, especially with women that look like the characters so much. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And they come in and they just like they come in with their pillows and they come in with their lusting eyes. But I had a friend. I have a friend that's a big, uh, is a cosplayer, and she told me like, you know what? I've I've gotten used to the eyes. I've gotten used to the stares. As long as they're respectful and they don't inappropriately touch me or inappropriately say something to me, I who am I to tell them that they can't do something? Now, me, I don't cosplay. Like, I don't cosplay at all. I cosplayed once, and I was like, okay, that's cool. If I was there and somebody looked at me like that, they gonna have, I'm sorry, but you gonna have to, I'm gonna have to talk to you. We gonna have to have a conversation about why you don't need to look at me because I don't want to look at you looking at me, looking at you, okay? It's just too much, too much looking. Like, just mm-hmm. like, appreciate the cosplay and be about your way. But, you know... Like I said, I don't cosplay, so I really can't speak on anything. All I'm just saying is that everybody should just learn to keep their hands to themselves. Period. True. I mean, like I do cosplay. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something else? No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh no. Um. So I'm in the same boat with that. Well, like I do cosplay, but like I have yet to like premiere cosplay at a convention. Like with people around me, I I just like post pictures, and I do want to do an anime cosplay. But like most of the women I want to cosplay as are usually the ones who are that are in more revealing clothes. And that kind of has made me apprehensive to doing it right now, just because toxic men gonna toxic men. Um, but I don't want that to like stop me from doing it because like cosplay is fun. Like it's, the whole point of it is to have fun and enjoy it. Um, but I'm in the same. I I agree. I feel like people have to like understand like just because you see this character that you love and like it might be a fantasy of yours to touch her in real life, you can't touch this actual real person dressed up as her. Mm-hmm. And that's where the line has to stop. And then it's just like the stuff. Like I I'm really like bothered when it's like an underage child character, like. When it's like the men are obsessing yeah. over like a, like that's like when we're talking about 2D, like yes, do I find 2D anime men attractive because they're drawn attractively? Yes, but then there's like you know the ones who like I think there's people who like um was it Chibi Moon? Um, like I've uh, seen like yeah I've seen like stuff about that and I'm just like okay yeah no this is problematic or like people will say stuff about like the My Hero Academia kids and I'm just like okay. I get that, yes, the char- like, and they're talking about the characters. That's the stuff that kind of makes me more iffy on them. Because again, if are you talking about them as children? That's creepy. If you don't, age, I tell people all the time, like especially my group, they know this about me. I'm cool. Like I, I love a good, um, you know, whatever. But you need to age up these children, like these people. They mm-hmm. become eighteen in your drawing. I don't want to see baby yeah. boy get impounded by baby boy Bakugo. I don't want to right. see. Like I that. need grown men. I am a grown woman. First of all, that looks horrible. If I ever saw, if I ever saw that, I would be shook. I would be so shook. I, I mean, seen it and it shook me. <laughs> like, people try to send it to me, and I'm like, "Yo, you about you so disrespectful." If you mm-hmm. know how I feel about this, like I don't care. Like I don't judge people on what they like. Yeah. But I like when you age it up. Like I've seen Chibi, um, Chibi Usa be aged up back into, um, you know, Dark Lady. Yeah. And stuff like that, and she's Dark Lady's age because Dark Lady's age is like a twenty-two-year-old grown-ass woman. She can do what she wants. I ain't gonna stop exactly. her. Exactly. I'm not gonna look at Chibi Usa when she is six years old. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't want to see it. It's a wrap. You send it my way. You get in blocked. And I'm calling the FBI because you yep. clearly were wilding out. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's one of the things that like. I, I I think because they're TD, I think a lot of a lot of people, and it's not even I mean, it's not just dudes. I think it's mostly dudes, but I've definitely mm-hmm. seen some women, you know, do that shit too. But it's just like Same. I like there are definitely like there are lines. Mm-hmm. There are there are lines. <laughs> yeah, know? no, for sure. And then yeah, yeah that's also one of the because because like, I went to my first like dedicated anime convention, and I was like, I think I messaged you, Nisha. I was like, there are the like, there are people full on hentai jackets. Which, like, yep. is cool, but, like, they're also, like, I saw, like, it didn't happen to me. I wasn't cosplaying. I also, like, I have the the luxury of going to cons with my husband all the time. So I don't have, like, I don't have to worry about stuff like, you know, but I don't have to worry about stuff like that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I saw they were looking at cosplayers. They were really close. So they were, like, just talking really openly about shit, which is, like, fine. But, like, it, I couldn't tell if they were talking about the cosplayers or the character or like it was confusing and i was like this is like it's it's weird because i think anime gives us a lot of problematic tropes and stuff and so i know navigating that world for me has been one of those things like oh i love this character i wish she hadn't been drawn that way or like shit i feel so bad calling sasuke uh not sasuke uh sakura useless but like oh like they're like there are there are tropes in anime that I think are really really problematic, and I think navigating mm-hmm. those things are hard enough when I'm like watching it, and it gets even harder when I go into like in like IRL conversations or like conventions and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I, like you said, it comes down to boundaries. Like whether it's the 2D character or it's the cosplay um, cosplayer who's cosplaying them at the moment, it's definitely about boundaries because it like what you said about the like the it's Deku and Bakugo thing I'm like I've seen it I just don't care for it when it's their teenagers like it just like that that adds a layer of like okay this ain't this ain't okay and like people have boundaries because it's like one thing to be like oh it's a high school anime couple that's cute that's cool okay but like nothing beyond the lens of like you know rated xxx with like children it's just it's weird it's like I don't know how else to describe it it's weird it's weird yeah. <laughs> um, but no, um, oh, so I know it's kind of getting late, so we can kind of get to the last few questions. I don't want to keep you too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of want to go into gatekeeping. <laughs> and I know that kind of like is a broad thing, but we kind of have it like, what is some gatekeeping you've dealt with outside of your community? So like, I think we We've kind of touched on it, but if you want to go into more depth about like just gatekeeping in general and like your experience with it, I did not know gatekeeping was a real thing. Let's start off with that. I didn't even know <laughs> that was a thing. I didn't know that was a word that was so new to me, and then it hit me. So gatekeeping, I guess, is like, what is gate? Honestly, somebody tell me what the hell gatekeeping is because I do not know. Like, I'm not even gonna front. I don't even understand it. It don't make sense to me. Like, yeah. what are you protecting? The the character, the story. Mm-hmm. The author, what are you protecting, sir? He doesn't know you. He doesn't know you by first name. Why are you so concerned with what I say about this person? They don't know me. We so damn invisible to them. What is gatekeeping? Seriously, I really need to know. What the, let me. Is there an urban dictionary around here? Because I need to know what the hell this gatekeeping is and why is it so damn popular that these boys keep doing it? Because it doesn't make sense. Why are you protect? Who are you protecting? What are you protecting? You're protecting what? Your fragile ego? Because a girl knew something more than you? Like, you know how many times I've had to prove 
these little these little boys wrong and then they get mad. What you mad for, sir? You should be thanking me. Wow, I didn't know that. Thank you, Eunice. And I'm like, you're welcome. We all learn. And you teach me something I didn't know. And then we're all good. But nobody want to do that. Everybody want to be mad. They want to be mad and miserable. Just miserable and mad. Mad and miserable. That is, <laughs> that is accurate. Very. Yeah. Uh-huh. If anyone, if, for anybody who's a listener who does want the definition of gatekeeping, it is the activity of controlling and usually limiting general access to something, which doesn't make sense when it is something that is in the public. Like it is for consumption. It's yeah. for public consumption. It usually, does not make sense. Yeah. Like usually, so like some of the ways that people gatekeep is like, oh, this was created for me, not you. It happens with Shonen, right? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I've seen all 400 episodes of this. You know, like they use different things to set them apart from casuals. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate the word casual because I'm a gamer too. So like I, I hate the use of the word casual in like almost every sense. But like people like try to put themselves as somehow like experts on these things and keep out people who aren't at their level. And I'm just like, dude, one, that's a sad, like not that sad, but it's just like, if this is the only thing that you're like uplifting about yourself and the you can only make yourself feel better by keeping other people out of this. Like you, you gotta, you have to do some real big looks at your life. Mm. Like it's, oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. I mean, I know for me, I would say like the biggest gatekeeping, I, I honestly, the biggest gatekeeping I've gotten has been from like Dragon Ball Z. Cause I, or Dragon, I guess the Dragon Ball franchise. Cause I, I don't care yeah. about Dragon Ball. I don't care about baby Go- Goku. I, I just don't. I love Dragon Ball Z. I don't really care about a lot of the rest of the franchise. You know, like, because Dragon Ball Z was just my favorite. You know, I'm, I, I like mm-hmm. Super, but that that's just, that that's where I am. And I, I, I know that, especially because it was a lot of people's gateway anime, mm-hmm. they feel super possessive about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I mean, I guess you kind of me- me- mentioned it earlier, just like, not that I hate it, but I just, I, I don't really want to talk about it a lot of the time. Because I know I don't know about it as much, so I'm just not going to partake in the conversation because I've had bad experiences. Mm-hmm. True, and like they're, it's basically their way of like when people use coded language, like y'all just getting on the. What's it? I'm saying showboat, but that's not the word. Like, what is it? You get on the bandwagon. Like that's just a way of gatekeeping, where they they just like, oh y'all, everybody like Dragon Ball Z now. Mm-hmm. Y'all Brawley. I'm like, so you don't want people, you don't want more fans for something. Mm-hmm. You you just want the fan circle to be you and your cousin <laughs> and Day Day and them, and like that's it. Like you don't want nobody else. They like, only like want. This <laughs> no, I was gonna say like they only want the people who agree with them, like the people who wow. are there, like yes, man. That's what. That's it. They want mm-hmm. yes man. They don't want someone that's gonna challenge them. Someone that's going to say, "Oh, but I believe in and I feel." They don't want an I person. They want to, oh, mm-hmm. we feel this way, or yes, I also agree to this. Like, get the hell out of my face, boy. True. Which you make a great point because it's like you were one of the cool girls as long as you like. And again, like you've mentioned before, there are good men in the fandom. I'm not saying I'm not shaming all men. So before anybody tries to come in my mentions, think twice. Um, but I'm just saying that I felt like one thing was like, you're a cool girl if you agree with every, and this goes beyond anime, if you agree with everything that they said and they like, but the second you show your individual individuality and the second you share your opinion on something, you don't know what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. which is just, it is just, 
it is stupid because like I am a human person with feelings and opinions and I can share them on said thing that you also publicly consume. Like it's like it is like and the thing is stupid is like y'all don't want people to consume this product because you do realize the more fans that like it, the more content you'll get. Like I want another bro I want another Dragon Ball Super movie. So you should be happy when everybody was like being not everybody, but there's just like a select few on Twitter being ashy about oh, where are all these fans coming out from now? I'm like, people can just get introduced to the damn franchise and go see a movie. Like there's like there's people who probably their first interaction with this franchise, I'm like, I'm using Dragon Ball because like the same as Kate, like I feel like that's the one I've dealt with the most gatekeeping on for whatever reason. I don't know if it's just like it's the most popular anime and like when it comes to North America. But I feel like that's one that's like truly you could just like throw you if you are a woman and you breathe uh, like if you let out an opinion about Dragon Ball, you're gonna get met with some kind of backlash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that made me go into another rant. But the point <laughs> is, I just feel like this coded this coded language. Like there's different like tactics for gatekeepers where they try to make people feel like they have to prove themselves, and it's not necessary. Like what like you said, it, you know, it's like you said, like what is the what are you gatekeeping? This is a product. This is a thing that is supposed to be publicly consumed by the masses. So, like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's just it's stupid. Um, it's so funny. <laughs> it truly is. Um, which I guess we don't have to do the other one. The other one was, like, gatekeeping from within, which I feel like we already kind of, like, went into. So mm-hmm. we'll wrap up with the last question. I just put sexism. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, all, we, we all can just share... And talk about sexism from our experience in the fandom. Sexism and- in the anime community is so ridiculous. I think, my God. Mm-hmm. I, it's so, it's funny to me, but it's sad at the same time because it's just so dumb. Like, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're telling me because I'm a woman, because I am just a lady, a girl with a, a vagina. Um, I can't know anything about an anime that you watch because you're a man and you're supposed to know more. I find it mind-boggling. I find it absolutely disgusting. I think anyone that believes that just because they're a man, they should they know more is automatically trash. Because there are women and there are other men out there and there are other people who are gender neutral, gender all that stuff that mm-hmm. know more than you. And you need to learn that you are not the king of it all, that there are going to be someone, there's always going to be someone that's smarter than you. There's always going to be someone that's going to be no more than you. And you should learn to accept it, whether it comes from a woman, a man, or a non-binary human being, it doesn't matter. And like, once people rip that through their thick, thick skulls, that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you what you got going downstairs or what you got going wherever, or how you feel or what you identify as, when they get that through their thick skulls, then this place becomes more inviting because there's so many people who not only do they not watch anime because of they feel like because as a woman they won't be accepted they just they run away from it there's so many people there the only people i have seen delete their their accounts and say you know what? i'm done with it i'm sick of it i'm sick mm-hmm. of it. I have to defend myself i'm sorry to the guys i think that they can run me eunice the girl of black girls anime off of anything you have a better chance of bringing hell back to earth, okay? You have a better chance of bringing God back here because I'm not going anywhere and I'm going to be, I'll be damned if I let another woman say that they're going to leave Twitter or leave anything because a man made them feel uncomfortable. <laughs> y'all have met the right, I'm sorry, but y'all have met the right one because I, 
I'm not the one for y'all. I'm just letting them, everybody know point blank period. I'm not the one. I will continuously defend anyone that I see, any woman or non-binary or man that I see getting attacked because I'm not going to sit there and allow this anymore. It's, it's annoying now. It's frustrating. We're in, two, we're in 2019. Get over it. So a girl knows more than you or this person knows more than you. Get over it. Learn. Yeah. Learn. There's more to anime than showing. We got showed you. We got life, um, slice of life. We got Josie. We got all these things. Calm down, showing boys. Damn. Calm down. <laughs> that is just like the most perfect. I'm going to make that a sound bite for when like, I get frustrated <laughs> with oh, the yeah. of an anime and just like play them. Like, Eunice is right. Like, they all just need to calm down. Calm down. Yeah. I think it's yeah. also hard too, just because I think that, especially depending on what type of anime you watch, right? I think that there are a lot of, there's a lot of sexism in anime mm. itself, mm. right? Like there's a lot of these, like these things that get perpetuated and I think it makes them feel like they can do that. And it's like, but that's a cartoon, dude. Don't, don't, don't do it. But I also think anime has gotten a whole hell of a lot better. Really um, yeah. I, mean, I think, I think like outside um, I guess like outside Tenchi Muyo or, or yeah, I, like the first time I saw a character in an anime that like I was like, damn, this really breaks all sorts of things outside of outside of Sailor Moon and stuff like that. But like, um, like in my adult, my my more more now I wasn't adult, I was a teenager. My more adult life was Yoriichi and Bleach, and I fell in love with her, and mm-hmm. I was like, damn, this is a woman in you know, in Bleach, um, and me, me and each have a conversation. I thought, I, I always told myself she was Mexican because she was brown like me <laughs> all the time. So we've just decided that she's an Afro-Latina. Um, <laughs> but like, see, seeing Yoroichi, I was just like, damn, she's kicking ass and she's doing this in Shonen. It wasn't stuff that I, that I had really seen too much of, I mean, with the exception of like Android 18, stuff like that. But it was a newer anime to me. Right. And I think a lot of the times, like the guys insulate themselves, like you say, you know, there, there's more than shonen. There's more than one type of anime. There are so yeah. many different things here. But I think a lot of the times these guys really isolate themselves in just that, that genre that they're like, oh, there, you know, there can't be any women here. Or they take bad mm-hmm. examples of women being written badly, like Sakura and, and Naruto. Like, yep to like be an example for the whole and they use that to like put themselves ahead of each other and they're they're oh it's exhausting it's very exhausting and it's just yeah no i mean like y'all both first off y'all both make excellent points because it's like one for sure it is exhausting where it's like on the one side it's like the actual anime has its own issues with sexism like but like like you said kate like it does get better i say while i shrug my shoulders better um but it's kind of like I want the people who enjoy it to just like wake the hell up and like get up, get out their sexist asses because like I said, there there is so much more. There is so much anime, and then I I don't like being put into a box because yeah, like my skip my spectrum for anime can be Sailor Moon to Berserk, and y'all need to deal with that. Like yeah, yeah, that that is basically me. I like mm-hmm. horror, and I like and I like nicely drawn, pretty magical girls. Give me both of them. Like yeah. that. Like I, I consume all of it. Like if it got horror, great. If it got violent fight scenes, great. Does it have a cute cooking anime show? Yes, I will also take that. Is it also hentai and smut? Yes, I will also take that. So it's just, I don't like when people try to, like, make you feel like you can't know one type of anime 
or like, and that's not to say that's not to say that people have to like every kind of genre, mm-hmm. but it's just to say like, don't try to make people feel like they can't be knowledgeable about the things they like to entertain themselves with, um, or and don't make them feel like they have to prove themselves. Like, I don't have to talk about the entire cell saga with you to prove that I know what happened, like, or like the fabled like Goku who's stronger fight with Goku and Superman. Which I just I, I, thank God I have not seen that in a while. But it's just just like the stupid shonen arguments, like when people want to bring up all that stuff. It's just it's dumb. It's just stupid. It's played out. I'm tired. Damn, I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all y'all sounded more poignant than mine. <laughs> but oh, but no. Um, thank you again, Eunice, for just like coming on, talking with us, and everything, like getting all this stuff out there and just sharing your experience and your story and everything um before we go you want to let the people know where they can find you or wait sorry kate did you have anything else you wanted to add i feel like i'm like wrapping up no 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 no. i had nothing else to add okay eunice if you have anything else you want to add you can also remember ashy boys if you have melanin in your skin you're a disgrace thank you (laughs) i love that um uh, well, since you, I will, of course, drop all the links in the show notes, but if you want to let the people know where they can find you, where they can follow you, feel free. Um, you guys can follow me and my craziness um, on Black Girls Anime on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Discord, Twitch, YouTube. I'm everywhere. I'm never leaving. Y'all are stuck with me forever. Forever. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Yay. Um, and yes, as always, you guys can find me on Twitter at LA underscore N-E-Y underscore S-H-A. And you can find me at OMithRandier on Twitter. And we have to do our sign off. Damn yeah. it. Okay. Okay. Will ah, we God. ever not be tired? <laughs> <laughs> Will the ashy boys ever not be ashy? Huh, find out the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Find out the next episode of Did You Have To? But yes, boom. (laughs) Yes, I love that you played along. But yeah, bye guys. Bye.